Welcome to the Vedanta Ancient Wisdom for Life podcast by Swami A. Parthasarathy. In today's episode, Who is Rich? Who is Poor? Swamiji provides a unique but real perspective on richness and poverty. When is enough enough? Enough is enough only now at this moment. Immediately you get it, you want more and more. So enough is never enough. This is the problem. No fulfillment is possible through acquisition. Neither is fulfillment possible through enjoyment. Because enjoyment also you get neutralized. You can never get satisfaction. The great Ravana had everything in the world. Or heaven. I say heaven because Indra and Kubera used to visit him. This is a story, it's not my creation, please. Now, Swamiji, all sorts of things he says, it's a fact. You see, they read the books. One day, Ravana was sleeping. Afternoon. Same habit we have in the ashram. No, but we are not Ravanas, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he was sleeping in the afternoon. And uh, two visitors came. And the two visitors came and the servant said, no, he was sleeping, he said, shall I wake him up? No, 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 we will wait. Two hours they waited. Hmm? And Ravana came from his bedroom outside and he found these two people uh, sitting there. Hare! And he called the servant and said, you fellow, you, why didn't you wake me up? He, he, he said, Sahab, I, I offered to wake you up. They said, no, don't wake you up. Don't wake him up. I'll see after this. What is this nonsense? You should have woken me up. What is that I can do for you? Two people came to visit him. You know what they were? Indra and Kubera. Indra is the king of the seventh heaven. All heavens he is controlling. The king of the heavens, the king of the gods. Number one visitor. Number two visitor, Kubera. Kubera is the god of wealth. God of wealth means you won't understand. Okay. Uh, chairman of all the banks in the world. <laughs> one chairman of all the banks in the world. Controlling. That fellow is the second visitor. These fellows came for a favor. And he was so frustrated that he wanted Sita. And that was the end of his life. You understand? So there is no end in enjoyment. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Golden palace. And his description is fabulous. So whether it is Wine or wealth or woman, whatever people are seeking, they cannot find enjoyment, satiation in their enjoyment. They'll find enjoyment. It's temporary again. So no, because the world doesn't have happiness per se. Pleasure, joy, happiness, it doesn't have it. And I could be talking for the next 10 days here, you can't take it. Because you believe that there is joy or happiness in the world. 
That's why you're rushing to it. A boy is interested in a particular girl. He's go there and he courts her for six months, one year, two years, and ultimately the girl agrees to marry. There's a great joy in her companionship. You like a particular type of food and somebody offers that particular type of food at a restaurant and you go there and eat, you enjoy it. You but, uh, like a particular type of movie. You go to that and it is the same type that you like and you enjoy that movie. And somebody says there is no enjoyment in the external world. He said, you keep your philosophy, I keep my philosophy. This is your reaction. And yet, the truth is, there is no happiness inherent, no pleasure, no joy, no happiness inherent in the world. But how you relate to it? Sir, when you enjoy a moonlight, you are actually seeing the light coming from the moon. You experience the light. You enjoy the moonlight. Now I ask you all, is there light in the moon? Hmm? No light. There is no light in the moon. And you see the light coming from the moon. You experience it. You enjoy it. The illiterate fellow doesn't understand. You are a literate, literate person. You understand that there is actually no light from the moon. It's all reflected. So similarly, when these great Mahatmas can come and tell you there is no pleasure or joy or happiness inherent in the world is all reflected from you. You can never take that because you have been spiritual ignoramuses. The spiritual ignoramuses can never accept it. Even when I say that you won't even examine it. Then what is your reaction end of the day? Very good lecture. Huh? You missed. That's all you will say. If any one of you examine this fact, he says there is no happiness in the world per se. How can he say that? Even if you examine and reject it, you've gone a long way. Just think of what I said, or what these great masters are saying. It's not my idea. There is no light in the moon and you are saying light is coming from the moon and you're enjoying it. There is no absurd. You can say what you want, there is no light in the moon. Similarly, you may say I am enjoying it, I am experiencing it, it has no meaning to me because there is no pleasure, joy or happiness inherent in the moon, in, in, in the world. Yet you are rushing to the world. Acquisition, enjoyment. That's all you are doing. So, and there is no satiation. When suppose there is satiation, at least you'll start thinking after it. The problem, again, another problem, the law of life is whatever is immediately pleasing you gives you sorrow in the end. 
And whatever is detestable in the beginning gives you great joy in the end. This is a law of life. I can't change it, you can't change. You don't like to exercise. You detest exercising. And you end up in series of problems. You can't even enjoy life thereafter, after a few years. Some of the industrialists, the boys are trained, trained themselves and their parents also training. At the age of 32, 33, uh, fellow is, uh, comes to me and after a while the driver comes and brings his suitcase, uh, briefcase. Seven ounces of weight. And he drops him in his office, he climbs 21 floors in the lift and sits there. After 10 minutes, the driver comes. What? That briefcase. He won't carry his briefcase. Now, what happens later on? He can't carry himself. They become so senile. At 35, they are senile. They can't drive the car. I'm not saying you should not have drivers. You have drivers, please. But let him sit at the back and you should drive. <laughs> Don't lose your mobility. Don't lose your strength. Just because you have got facilities. So you don't want to exercise whole life is a misery thereafter. You eat the wrong type of food, what is called junk food. And you get into trouble. The whole, the greatest problem, the serious problem in America, recognized by the government, is obesity. Obesity. They're all too fat because of junk food. They've realized. So, wrong type. It's very pleasant to eat junk food. Get into trouble. Very pleasant to lose. No exercise. You're in trouble. And what is detestable at the beginning? Like we are all up at four o'clock. This is Brahma Murta, four to six. You do the study in the scriptures. You'll say, ooh. 90% here will say, oh, the rest is 10% will say. The, the idea of studying, it's self-detestable. And to get up in the morning and study. But if you do that in the beginning, it's like poison, it's nectar in the end. So therefore, everybody is picking up what is pleasant and then suffering. This is the problem. So therefore, the question is, when is enough enough? All that enough you're saying is only temporary. A man picks up a cigarette and smokes, he says, enough. For next two hours he don't, doesn't pick up. Again, is enough. Temporary, temporary. Anything you do is for a temporary period. Now the question is, when can you get that permanent feeling, I have enough? It's only through Control and elimination of desires. There is no other way. You will have to control your desires first. An American asked me, who is rich and who is poor, Swamiji? It's a very interesting question he asked me. We believe in America we are rich and we also believe that India is poor. I am really confused. What is richness and what is poverty? Now, if you carefully analyze. Now, 
richness and poverty is not by quantum place. Suppose you have uh, one crore bank balance or five crores, you are rich. There is no such thing. Where do you draw the line? 50 crores? 5,000 crores? Where do you draw the line? It is not the quantum that makes a person rich. Not in the eyes of others. I'm talking about one's own. So, when your desires are below your assets, you're a rich man. Below your wealth. If your desires overtake your wealth, you're a poor man. It could be at 50,000, it could be 5 crores, it could be 5,000 crores, it doesn't matter. If your desires are overtaken your wealth, you are a poor man. Therefore, it's where you place your desires that matter. Not where you place your wealth. Wealth could be anything, but as long as the desires is contained within your assets and your income, you are a rich man. So, enjoyment, when you, you begin to enjoy life, when your desires are regulated, moderated, controlled, and when you have eliminated them, you are a master. No more a slave. At this moment, you are a slave to every aspect. We are not the slave here. I've seen a, uh, you are a slave to some party. I've seen top industrials behaving like a slave in certain departments. Absolute slave. So, when you have no desires, there's perfect freedom, perfect liberty that you enjoy. So, when do you feel a sense of satisfaction? Imagine a coil spring four feet high. When I push it to one foot, there is a pressure on my palm upwards. I release it to two feet. Less pressure, still pressure. I release it to three feet. Still less pressure, but still there is a, pre a little pressure. I release it to four feet. There is no pressure. I ask you, why is there no pressure? The object has reached its original state, natural state. Again I push it, less pressure. Release it, less pressure. Release it, less pressure. When it goes to four feet, there will not be any pressure because it's reached its original state. Is there anybody here without pressure? There is pressure, continuous pressure. Pressure for pleasure. 
it only varies in the objects one has a one is pressurized for as i said he finds pleasure in a, a smoke another person finds pleasure in eating another pleasure in drinking another pleasure in companionship another pleasure in tele, te, television another person is each one has got his own avenues of pleasure but everybody is constantly having this pressure within to for pleasure there is nobody free from this pressure except those who have realized the self in different periods of history and they have thrown their arms and says i have nothing i want nothing there is no pressure for pleasure because they have supreme bliss within infinite bliss of realization there are stories and parables in the shastras which gives description of such great souls simple people living on arms who have said like christ said when satan offered the whole world you can take it i'll give you anything that you want i'll have none of thy hands get thee behind me satan so mahatmas any number of persons have said i don't want anything they were living on arms yet they were totally fulfilled because they have eliminated the last desire so here you are abiding those exceptions there is no such thing is enough is enough any amount you go give they want more you want more and more and more you may ask me sir why don't you allow us to do what we like you can go but what will happen you find out from history here in this country in this city people have achieved yes they have got more and more and more but what what happened to them in one family there were three deaths i wish i could give reference to that three one big family in the silver three deaths all between 45 and 50 sudden cardiac problem and they have the best doctors treating them in two families Uh, suicides in some i'm talking about the top families in the country in dasles and then two divorces and one family here in bombay have shot themselves each each other so this is what will happen if you keep chasing this acquisition and enjoyment without any thought behind it i'm only asking you to examine it moderate it control it i'm not saying you should be moderate in acquisition you can acquire the world but never let your desires overtake you you should have a perfect control over your own desires and you dictate terms with the intellect what you ought to do in life thank you very much and i would recommend that um, I have written that book Vedanta Treatise that's called the Vedanta Treatise the Eternities I've given an additional title now 
for your sake, if you refer the dictionary, you won't find the word eternities. There's a word eternal, eternity. You won't find in plural. But if you go to chambers, which is authoritative, the big dictionaries, you will find the word the eternities, not just eternities, in plural. The eternities means the supreme reality. That's what the book is all about. The book is available. If you start reading every day, you should be well on the road of recovery from the onslaught of desires. Thank you, Swamiji, for your thought-provoking definitions of richness and poverty. For more information on Swamiji and Vedanta, visit our website, vedantaworld.org. Again, that's vedantaworld.org.